Hello and welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Saylat. And this is Kalina. And we are a podcast. Oh, a podcast. Ooh. A podcast. <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> Who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. If you are new, thank you for joining us. And if you are not new, thanks for coming back, guys. Yeah. We're happy to be recording another episode for you guys. Yeah. Um, I have a new mic. Because if anyone listened to the last episode, whoa, boy, guys, <laughs> Ooh, that was rough, sorry. huh? Sorry about that. Sorry. I tried my damnedest to get that to sound right. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's just one of the... Kalina loves water so much that she wanted to sound like she was underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought maybe it'd be fun to take the mic swimming. You know? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. It just it just died. It just, you know, it had a bad day. Who it's knows? one of those things, you know. But your mic sounds really good now, your new mic. Thank you. I like it too. So. I heard it instantly as soon as we started <laughs> getting I was just like, oh, hey, that sounds like professional-like and shit. Ooh, I sound all sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm good. You good? Are we yeah. all good? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> So, I have a quickie for you. Let's do this. Cheese Danish or pancakes? <gasps> Cheese Danish <laughs> or pancakes? I'm going to have to take a leaf out of our character's book and say Cheese Danish. I am oh. not a very pancakey person. I'm not a waffly person either. Yeah. So... Yeah. I also am neither neither of those things, but I really am not a cheese Danish person. <laughs> and it was upsetting in this book how much they were obsessed with cheese Danish. And I was like, no, please stop eating that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what they were compared to, like, Danishes and, and pancakes aren't even on the same spectrum, I so think. If- no, but if I'm forced between those two, I will pick pancakes. As long as it has a syrup that's not maple. Oh, you don't like maple syrup? Mm, I hate maple syrup. Mm. I like that Buttersworth stuff, that okay. the butter syrup. That's just really yeah. sweet syrup, you know? It's not maple yes. flavored. Or like any of the fruit syrups. Mm-hmm. But no, maple's not. I don't like maple flavoring in anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like yeah. syrup, but I don't like what I have to put it on. <laughs> so I never get to eat it. <laughs> I have a tradition where any day that is a snow day, I make pancakes. Oh, that's cool. It's the best. I stay home. I make pancakes. Even if it's not necessarily like a snow day from work, sometimes it just snows on weekends here for some yeah. fucked up reason. Oh, because it's July 7th and it <laughs> well, needed to snow. <laughs> not this year, honey. It's been not like 100 for like... <laughs> not this year. But no, yeah. We get random weird snows. But sometimes, yeah, we won't get like weekday snows so that you aren't out of work. You have to work and then all of a sudden on the weekend it snows and you're like, well, that sucks. That fell on the wrong day. <laughs> yeah, but I still do it on those days. I stay in. I make pancakes from scratch all That's the way. Awesome. Not even a box. Well, see, you're good. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I do it from a box, but the boys love it because I let them put food coloring in it. But Aww. to me, I feel like that. I'm like, that's too much time. Can I just like throw one in the toaster for you guys from egg? <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of time. It is. And yeah. I always make like a full batch, which is never necessary because there's, <laughs> there's two people here and usually yeah. there's just one. And so I'm like, well, now I have 40 pancakes. Yes. And I now eat, you have way too many. And I eat two. <laughs> yeah. And I go, okay, 38 pancakes. Go in the fridge. <laughs> 
Guess we're eating pancakes uh, for dinner the rest of the week. Freeze them and then put them in the toaster. Oh, shut up. That is really good. <laughs> I usually just force myself to eat pancakes all week. <laughs> Don't do it. Too many pancakes. Yeah, put them in the freezer and then just throw them in the toaster. Cool. I'll do that next time. And then I'll bring them to your boys. Yeah. Oh, my God. They would fucking love. They already love all your cooking. As long as it's not mine, they love it. That's true. Um, <laughs> cool. They heard too many stories when they were in your womb. I guess they did. <laughs> they overheard them all. And they were like, shit. Okay, guys, when we're out of here, don't eat mom's cooking. Yeah. Don't do it. The stuff we've heard, the stuff we're tasting. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> cool all right so guys for this episode we are actually finishing off the casters and claws series by millie teden we're going to be talking about spell struck in salem and surrendered in salem so these are books three and four Mm -hmm. and they are narrated by brian polino and summer roberts yeah you want to give us a clit's note super quick clit's notes on both books um as we witnessed in books one and two so all four of these books are taking place basically simultaneously Mm -hmm. the wolf pack of salem has uncovered that there is a group of witch hunters out who are seeking revenge on witches and are going to try to kill all the witches of salem in the same order as they were killed during the witch trials the salem (laughs) witch trials right the the 1690s so they the wolves you know jump into motion they're the sheriffs of salem anyway the sheriff and most of his his deputies and they go out there they collect all the witches that they can and put them into hiding to keep them safe because you know one they don't like murder happening to innocent women or witches (laughs) and two anybody who's out there to kill witches will probably eventually want to kill wolves because you know they probably don't don't like magical creatures and and supernatural things right yes so they each take one of the bishop witches because there are four, two sets of twins that are cousins. There's four bishop witches. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this book, in Spellstruck, we meet Astra, who is a Reiki healer at um, her and her sister's health and wellness healing spa. Mm-hmm treatment center something like that (laughs) and her morning client turns out to be one of the members of the order and holds her up at gunpoint and tries to march her out of the location and take her away and luckily blaze uh the alpha of the marblehead pack right marblehead i'm gonna be one of the bad listener and say yeah sure i don't remember yep Yep, we're gonna say it's marblehead uh (laughs) the next the pack next door to salem he's the he's the alpha there and zane or yeah zane the sheriff called in the other wolves too to help with this because it was gonna be too many for just one pack to help but he shows up stops her from getting kidnapped takes her back to his place which is also a bar and you know and he lives above it in his apartment she talks him into letting her bartend and you know naturally she's his mate he's like hey i think we should be mates and she's like that's (laughs) fucking cool i like that and then they fuck a couple of times they do get attacked you know one last time but then they win and yay no more Mm -hmm. bad guys that's right (laughs) and then in the fourth book of the series surrendered in salem Astra's sister, Celine, 
is off getting her daily coffee and she's Danish. (laughs) And Jet, the enforcer for the Marblehead pack, Blaze's pack, he shows up to also get coffee. He's not supposed to. He's supposed to go straight to her house and try to pick her up and get her to safety. But instead, he naturally goes for coffee and it happens to be the same spot she's going for coffee. (laughs) So when the order shows up to ambush her and kidnap her, he's right there. He turns into a wolf. She faints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, whoa, there's a wolf in face. Yep. He saves the day. The cute little barista dude saves the day, too, because he throws yeah, some hot water does. on one of the guys. Mm-hmm. And then Jet takes her away to his house on Marblehead Packland. <laughs> that was too many things. <laughs> um, and she's like, hey, I'm feeling like a lot of stuff here. And he's like, no, I don't believe in that. And then yes. she's like, that's cool. Let's just be friends. Let's just be <laughs> friends who fuck sometimes. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, well, no. I guess I okay, yes, fine. I'll do that <laughs> once. <laughs> and then naturally, they're in love too because she's his fated mate. And again, they get attacked, but you know, she uses the ocean because she's a water witch, and then all of the order die. And yay, everybody's happy yeah. at the end. The order's gone. All four witches and all four wolves are happy and in love and faithfully mated. Yes, they all hang out together and talk about the twins they're eventually going to have with each other. They're probably going <laughs> to have a lot. Lots of twins. Lots of twins. Twins all over the place. So just for reference, if you guys wanted to know, we did the first book, Bellbound and Salem, for episode 79. And then number two, Seduced and Salem, for episode 107. So if you guys wanted to go back and listen to those, I don't know. I think you actually said that on our last episode. I don't remember. Sure, but we can say it again. That's always we'll good information. It it's all good. Yeah. They do, they wrap it up really quickly. These are really quick reads. They're fun to listen to. Yeah. I was expecting a little bit more, like, I guess more details on the closure of yeah. this whole I feel like situation. there were, in particular, there were two things left, I swear, just like hanging out there. And I don't remember if there was stuff from the first two books that I'm not remembering obviously Uh but in these two books in particular i think it was in the third book astra mentions back to book two cerise she had a high school boyfriend who she told about magic to and it went really badly he ended up controlling her and and using her magic to do crime Uh and then getting into trouble and she has she never really trusted people since and like that was part of the reason why you're supposed to keep your magic secret because you can get people bad people will try to take control of it mm-hmm. and then somehow in that conversation they were like oh that whatever his last name was was like oh that's do you think he's part of the order i mean that sounds really familiar and so i totally thought we were going to go in that direction and yeah then that never comes back up it doesn't none of it does and then in the fourth book the old lady who astra was or i guess it's in the third book maybe i'm getting these two wrong with which book it was in but it doesn't matter the old lady astra was doing reiki on or who was supposed to do reiki on who ended trying to kidnap her yeah i don't remember her name mrs geller or something something like that i don't remember either it seemed like she was talking to either ghosts or invisible people or having a stroke (laughs) one of the two when in the beginning of the book when she was taking her kidnapping they kept going and then she'd be distracted like she was listening to somebody else and be like no that's not what we're doing here don't you know and then she'd come back and start talking to astra again and i was like oh it's dementia (laughs) well i mean sure it could just be but i'm like oh there's gonna be some some bad magic person behind this and somehow like astra Ah. projecting to her and and controlling her or something nope no i think i never came back happen yeah i just kept expecting 
expecting some of that plot to come back and we did not get that plot. <laughs> no, we got, I got into the epilogue, like the book ended and then the epilogue showed up and I was just like, well, okay, man, I get that they're all like safe now, but what they the killed, fuck happened? They killed a lot of people. They killed In these a two lot books. Yes. The first two, they didn't kill like anybody. <laughs> But this two books, they killed like all of the people. A lot of, and it was the other not tribe, it's the other wolf pack that did it. Yeah, the, yeah. the secondary no, wolf, uh, the the marble the marble head. heads. Yeah, yeah, not the uh, Salem. Yeah, a lot of people did die in well, this one because Astra set them all on fire yes. in the bar, and then uh, Celine drowned them all with the ocean. Did you catch on to that at all on the first two books? Did they each take over a separate element? No, they were different witches. Um, I I want to say. Cerise did plants. Okay, so remember, sort of, yes, she was in her house when she got mm-hmm. attacked, and she tried to use the plant. She can grow things really well. Yes, to and help then it. I don't remember Raven's power, okay. but they did say at the epilogue of this that Astra and S- Celine came from a stronger male. Like her, their father is a stronger witch stock than oh, Raven okay. and Cerise's father, so that's got why it. their powers kind of kicked in when they were in danger stronger than they've ever been before. Okay, at least that's that their theory. Sense. That's the working theory yeah. of the witches okay I-, I guess you can make that argument that cerise has a earth, earth elemental yeah yeah but i don't remember ravens at all either i don't either it would have to be air air but i, I just don't remember her story no we i just did that re- one a lot much longer like 79 yes. to yeah, that- <laughs> to 120 that's a long way whereas that like the last one was just 107 it was only like 13 mm-hmm. episodes ago yeah it was basically this year yeah exactly. so I- it's hard to say but uh, i don't know yeah but that's the, the witches and the wolves yeah they all find their mates and they all fuck a lot i mean they... we knew that that's why we yes. read the books <laughs> we do how we weird do. would it have been if like one of these ones didn't go that way like what if like one of them just died <laughs> oh my god that would be terrible and we're just in the middle of the book like oh, um what huh uh, that's not why i read romance <laughs> no no i it, it would take us back to the book that we did a couple of episodes ago where one of the main characters died and we're like um what do you remember um it was uh damn me to not damn me the hell demon (laughs) where she had (laughs) to go into eden demon hunter demon huntress i think something like that demon huntress love me to hell and back yeah love me to yes he died he died so it would have been something like that where we would have had that same emotion like oh my god wait 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 one of the main characters just died what do we do what do we do here but that's not the case here that didn't happen no no this is the happily ever after happy yeah book and while they did do like essentially different trials they went through like different things but they were all still battling the bad people in the end Mm -hmm. or throughout the book they all went through a cookie cutter set of things so you know they the women needed to be not needed to be but they were saved and Mm -hmm. then they were i actually think though these last two twins astra and Celine, were a lot nicer oh way nicer raven and serene raven and cerise gave their wolves way more shit so much they were so so mean to them. So fucking mean. Raven was a straight stone cold bitch about yeah. Zane. Zane? Yes. Yeah. Zane. Zane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was really like, I'm not buying this shit. Yep. <laughs> I also think because he showed up like before anyone got attacked or anything. Yeah. And she didn't believe it. Yeah. And, like, no. Because he showed up. I mean, and he was also the one who was just like, yeah, you're my mate almost instantly. <laughs> literally. Like, I think in that first battle as yes. he's saving her, he's like, by the way, we're faded mates for forever 
as yeah. he's running around naked. I remember yes, that he's scene because totally he's also naked. naked, and she's like, "What the fuck? What I the am not happening." Here? Also, didn't she like not believe in shifters? Yeah, yes, and and it was that where where they're like, "How could you be a witch and not believe that there are other yeah. things?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just yes. never met you." <laughs> she she did, yeah. <laughs> Because no. he was naked in the car when she was driving and she was looking at his flaccid penis Oof. and how it looked really good. <laughs> good stuff. It's just like all the like little pieces that you remember. Little each of stuff the that starts yeah. to come back and you're like, right, yes. But Selena and Astra were, I think, or yes, yeah, Selena and Astra were a lot nicer so to their nicer. guys. A lot less of a hassle. Like both of the first two were like, I'm not doing one more thing until you let me talk to my sister. And they're like, we're trying to save you right now. We don't have time for that. And they're like, no. And these two were like, when you have time in the future, (laughs) maybe get me a phone. Yeah, but that's the thing too is their rescue, their wolves were like, we'll get you to your sister as soon as we can or or let you talk to her on the phone. And they weren't mean about it. But Axel and Zane actually were. They're like, no, we can't risk a phone call. Remember they were just like, I do remember that Zane was like, no, phone calls are traceable. (laughs) You're the fucking sheriff. Make it not traceable. How about. Yeah, and so like I get that. That's you're you're keeping twins, two sisters away from each other that are all in danger right now, yeah. and you're not letting them talk. But Blaze and Jet were all over, and they're like, "Yes, you can talk to your sister." And so they well, were Blaze much nicer in particular. About it. Like Blaze, like preempted yes. it and was just like, "Here, I have your sister on the line. Please discuss whatever you want with her. I and will go he, in another room." Yes, and he walked into a different room, and she's like, "Jon Snow just rescued me." <laughs> yes. Yes. I never watched the show, but I totally know who that is. Yeah. Oh, Kit Harrington's mm-hmm. a hottie. Yeah. Hottie too hottie. Which actually mm-hmm. kind of brings me to like one of my small problems with the books. Not the books themselves. I think they're fun. I love what mm-hmm. they are. I mean, again, no one's reading this because they think they're going to like, it's going to be some un... <laughs> like, oh, I've never, ever seen a plot like this before. Like, obviously, <laughs> we understand what we're getting into. But this series has, you know, four covers for it. We do the mm-hmm. audiobooks, but even the audiobooks that have the covers. And all of them are, you know, real people, naked, topless men, at holding least topless men, holding a hot woman, wearing barely their strappy bras and bras <laughs> and a wolf behind them and like maybe some magical symbols. But you know what, you, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's very obvious. Now, the hang up is, and they're all four different in all four covers. Uh, none of them at all resemble the description of the characters in the books. They are also different from the characters <laughs> so that they are supposed different. to be representing. Yes. All like, of them. Both sets of twins are supposed to be a blonde and a redhead. Mm-hmm. So there should be two redheads and two blondes on the covers of these books. And instead, there are three brunettes and one amberish, <laughs> like, dark arb, auburn. Dark, it's like the darkest reddish. one, but the other, yeah. yeah. Yes. The other are just like a medium brown. And yeah. I'm like, well, none of those are blonde. They're definitely not short, curly blonde. No, not at all. The, which you know, Celine's hair is. Yes. And, and then, like, curvy. Curvy. Right. Sarah's supposed to, I mean, they weren't. Think, explicitly like full no. figure but i did think they talked a lot about having curves and needing like mm-hmm. you know stretchier pants to fit over their butts <laughs> yeah i mean especially celine uh celine i think that was the yeah. last one they talked and he talked about specifically her curves so like she was supposed to at least that's how it was described in the book that mm-hmm. you know but the character in the front i think that they're hot but they they're have sexy but they just no are connection to the related book. to the book it's very yeah. challenging the last one um jet is described as like blonde, short cropped, 
completely clean shaven and the guy on the cover of his book is all tan dark dark hair dark hair yeah (laughs) scruff and i'm just like who the fuck are you that is not and the third book blaze is on there and that looks nothing like curly dark hair (laughs) no straight black hair short not kit harrington in any way shape or form i'm like where'd kit go i want to see kit (laughs) yeah yeah so that's just a small like there's a lot of discussion lately if anyone's been listening to maybe our live episode or any of the other rambly times that i talk about books um (laughs) and covers (laughs) i think i've done it a lot lately but it's a big topic in romance is do you do explicit covers where it's like a couple or a topless man on the cover or do you do uh what did they call them? Oh, I just forgot them. Discreet covers. Discreet covers. Thank you. Discreet covers where it's just like either caricatures or mm-hmm. just flowers and vines or, you know. Or like, cartoon Like magical symbols, but nothing yeah. actual people. And so the, that's for different authors to kind of figure out on their own how they want to sell their books and what's selling right now. But my one thing with I don't mind photos, I, I, I the explicit covers are fine with mm-hmm. me, especially because we do mostly audiobooks. So it's not like I'm carrying it around anyway. Right. <laughs> like in the way that people can see it, it's just on my phone. But if you're going to do real photos of real models, they should be really close to the descriptions you have to in your the, books. Yeah. I know they won't ever be perfect, but yeah. closer. <laughs> I know there are some nuances around that, especially as not writers. <laughs> we yeah, are we're not, not authors. Writers. We have no idea how the choosing of the cover and stuff goes. But I mean, I to me as an author, I think I would want to be like, I want to make sure at least then I can go back and make sure that the descriptions either match the cover or pick a cover that matches the characters that i wrote yeah i guess it depends on which way you go first i know some authors like eve langley is what is considered a cover hoarder she just buys covers (laughs) and then writes books for them so obviously if she's doing it that way she can change the description of the people to match whatever she just bought Mm because she bought the cover first but i feel like this was probably a reverse version where millie wrote these books yeah and then had you know her publisher whoever put together the covers and they're not bad they're cute they're sexy Mm -hmm. you know there's a a nice wolf on each one but they just don't like if you're looking at it while you're listening to the book you're going this is not what this is saying (laughs) not at all but it really doesn't take away the sexiness of any of these stories now all four of them had some really great sex in them Mm -hmm. but i think because i think i like these set of twins better than the first two sets because the the first two i think were just so stubborn they were very mean especially i think cerise i think cerise was the most stubborn out of all of them she was but raven was pretty mean too but anyway i think because i like this set of twins between astra and selene a little bit better i kind of felt a little bit more interested in their stories but their okay. sex was fucking good there was good blowjob scenes yeah in these books or in these two particular stories i wish i could remember a little bit more from the other two i but, you know they're all kind remember of remember the shower scene in book two in um, uh, Cerise's story? Yes. I think they had, I think they tried to have, I don't know. I can't remember the timeline. They'd either already had sex, but then they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And so he was in the shower and he was taking care of himself. And then she came in too. And she was like, oh, wait, what about this? Or was she taking <laughs> care of herself in the shower and then he came yes, in? Yes. I think that was it. That's because it. Because he was just. I don't remember uh, why. I can't remember yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. 
and I and I hope I'm like not mixing up another book, but it was almost kind of like she he was like you can't do this without me, and she's like oh yes. yeah watch me. <laughs> That's exactly it. That is exactly yeah. it. She was in the shower first, and he could smell her arousal, and he like yes, opens he the door. And is like are you joking? And he's she's like no, because <laughs> she was stop like because they had had sex, but then she like put up walls and was like no because she yes. was, she was the one that was very emotionally unavailable like she was mm-hmm. not prepared emotionally to be a mate and so she was fighting it a lot more these two just were like they were on board so fast yes they were like i got you boy let's mate bond let's fucking do this <laughs> like they're already talking children they're like oh yeah oh, let's go out i think <laughs> shopping and imagine what it would be like if we had little kids running around I shopping know, so and i'm like what is happening you've known each other for 12 hours yeah <laughs> i mean we, I'm, we understand that's the point of these books is to get there, love yeah. but they were uh, really quick on the draw in there I loved, I think, more than anything are all of the cooking scenes because at some point all of the men cooked for oh, God, yes. all of the ladies and they made sure that they were fed. Well, I don't remember which between Astrid and Celine, but one of them forgot to feed them for a while. I think it was Celine because she's got low um, sugar. Uh, what is that? Blood sugar. Blood sugar. So she like just faints yeah. <laughs> or something because yeah. she needs food, but he keeps forgetting to feed her. But then they have these kitchen scenes mm-hmm. where they're just like cooking and cleaning stuff together and they're just making their way around the kitchen but they're doing the slight touches and the Mm. cute little senses here and there and it always gets me and it probably always gets you too when they're like i could smell your arousal i could smell the way you feel about me and it's like oh god i think the funniest was in the last book because jet was really like he hadn't mentioned the mates or anything because he didn't (laughs) want to believe in it because he had a real bad childhood family home thing he was convinced the whole pack thought shitty of him he worked hard to make sure that they shot thought shitty of him by being a really big playboy in terms of just like he said one line in there that almost made me stop the book oh really what it was in the very beginning and it was in his head obviously he didn't say it out loud but he was thinking it he's like something along the lines of like empty my balls into another oh yeah like disposable every night or something i was like that's Mm -hmm. a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was so sad it was harsh (laughs) but it was self-hatred it wasn't like braggadocio about it it was it was coming Mm -hmm. from a place of like self-hatred so the more he behaved shitty the more he could continue to hate himself you know or think that he wasn't deserving because of the way his family was Mm -hmm. but anyway so he's pretending like this isn't happening and he's not attracted to her and she's standing there in the kitchen like just getting real horned up for him (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah and he's flipping hamburgers he's like by the way our wolf sense means i can smell yeah other things she's like and she's like what (laughs) but then he was like but don't worry because if you had this sense you'd be smelling the same thing and she's like oh extra squishy And then he's like, wait, why did I say that to her? And it's like, yeah, buddy, why did you say that if you're pretending to not like her? Right. <laughs> but no, I almost died for her that second, mo- that moment, because I would, that would be mortifying. Oh my God, I just couldn't handle you're it. You're standing I there, like... ogling a dude, just being like, mm, look at that arm. Yeah, Ugh. because and the- he's like, I can smell your puzzle. And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I'm, ac- I'm across the kitchen. 
cooking have, like, hamburgers and pants on. That's not fair. <laughs> and then, but then he's just like, "Don't worry," and like graze her butt with his big old boner. And she, he's like, "I could do it too." Yeah, <laughs> Only you like, can smell it. <laughs> See, I have a penis, and you're like, "Yeah, that's what I was attracted to." Actually, <laughs> oh my god. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. It was good. They both had some really good sex scenes. Some sexy sex scenes. Oh, I liked them. I loved how fast Jet and Cerise considering he was the one trying to put it off she just i did it the first night whereas at least the first night of astra and um blaze he was like no honey go to bed you're exhausted Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sleep on the couch (laughs) and i thought for sure she was gonna like come out and change that situation or whatever she they didn't they didn't do it until later the next day when rick took over the bar for them Mm -hmm. and that was really sweet and nice but i was like Celine and Jet got dirty fast. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Celine was all over it. And yeah, as much as Jet didn't <sighs> want it to happen. <laughs> and she's the one that stripped for him, right? And then like totally took control and wouldn't let him have control for a minute. Yeah, I think the only thing he did was cut off the blowjob. He did stop it. He was like, he no. Stopped that he was like, one. I can't. This can't be the first yeah. way this goes. <laughs> that was the only thing other than that. Which is so funny because I felt like out of the four, Celine was probably the more quiet one. I, she was the most playful in the bedroom. Yes, exactly. I think it was something about being taken out of your element, right? Mm-hmm. So like in her life, her day-to-day life, she's, I mean, because Astro just the one out here fucking stealing shit from their cousin's yes. store and like yes. just being a little hoodlum and she's just like I need it I need this Roar's crystal I gotta yep. steal it from you I'm never paying you and it's like who the fuck what that's your yeah. cousin it's weird yeah. anyway and and it does seem like Celine's the one who's like keeping shit together at the store and mm-hmm. making sure that the healing center runs and schedules and everything and she's the one with ideas to expand yeah. both of the businesses that the cousins own and she's like, hasn't even dated, like, in years. She's like, eh, yeah, I just didn't, you know, eh, I, I watch. Yeah. She plays card games and, like, watches movies. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this me? Oh, oh I know. Shit. I totally related to Celine so much. <laughs> it was so was good. Like, oh, no. But then, like, take her completely out of that and throw her in a completely, like, unexpected environment where she's just like, I got to sit around the house with this uh-huh. wolf. And eat hamburgers and play Uno and uh-huh. <laughs> get real horny the whole time. So I might as well make this fun. Like, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, if you're going to be stuck oh. in a situation, do this. <laughs> also, if you're going to smell it, like, you're going to just keep <laughs> smelling it. Let's <laughs> just, let's fix this. Even yeah. though I guess it doesn't get fixed. He's going to continue to smell it. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you jump that hurdle and get it. But I appreciated that. I liked that a lot. She was super, she was the one who stripped and was very playful. And they did. They got down quick super mm-hmm. quick and they both more than cerise and reven were like okay cool let's be mates because this sounds really neat and- yeah they they <laughs> bought into not just the sex but like the full mate system real fast they were like that's mm-hmm. cool yeah i guess we're in this for life now huh and yeah both raven and cerise were like excuse you what uh-uh. <laughs> i don't think so hot hot wolf man yeah <laughs> But yeah, good sex scenes. If you guys want the nitty gritty of it, you're going to have to listen to it. I would good. highly recommend them. Yeah. I have flagged them, you know, mm-hmm. bookmarked them so I can hear some of those on repeat. They're very good. Yeah. And uh, 
super, super sexy. So. Even the the descriptions that she gave that Millie wrote for when they went down on the ladies oh, was God. really good. Holy crap, that was good. The breast play and the clit play. Fucking amazing. Yeah, there was one in particular, which I think it was in book three on Astra. And Blaze was just, <laughs> he was just working so hard. It was so lovely. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Such a beautiful thing. Oh, it's, yeah. Just dive right in there. Yep. Head first. Yep. Head first. <laughs> head first. Just from the beginning, just, oh, uh, uh, I'm there. Mm. I mean, he is there, but I'm there. I'm and there I love too. the description of them, of the, I think it's mostly Sir Celine. I can't remember, because I think it was Celine, because she's the blonde, so I think it's probably her coloring more, but I, the redhead would blush too, but of like when she orgasmed, like her whole body blush. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think it was Celine. Yeah, and how much he was, like how attractive it was to him, and he was just like, that's so sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I bet I blush everywhere. Oh, I bet you do. I mean, I turned real red all over, so I'm sure that's... (laughs) Sure Sure that was... Oh, yeah. So... I do not. I'm like seven different colors right now, though, because we went to Florida, and mm-hmm. so I cover different parts of my body because I hate the sun. But I, I don't know. I don't think I only the only time I blush is when I drink. That's true. <laughs> yes, you get the the Asian blush. I yeah. get the Asian glow, glow. And, which is really just an allergic reaction. I think <laughs> it's your body saying, "Stop this! Don't drink Stop, that. You it's poison. Idiot. It's poison, bitch. Stop doing." That you don't mean. All right. I think we can get into our kiss and tell from this. Yes. Since we're talking about that sex. So. Yes. We typically do this for our reverse harems, but we figured since there's four guys here, four couples, we could talk about which ones are our favorites. Uh, I guess we could talk about, or do we want to give who our favorite guy is or our favorite couple or... That's. I think we should do both. Whatever we do, whatever we want. Who's making okay. rules? We make yeah, rules. That's it's our right. podcast. That's right. I think the hardest thing is trying to remember Zane and Axel. <laughs> that is the toughest because I'm going to bet description wise, one of them was probably more likely to be my favorite. I. I mean, I liked Jet, but he's not like their description of him. He's not my. He's not Kit. The Kit Harrington looking blaze would definitely of those two which mm-hmm. are the ones i can remember the most <laughs> yes would be the more likely for me to pick so blaze even though blaze was the one who was looking for his fated mate like he was waiting for yes he mate. was so yeah. he was way more invested in it and uh like he, we opened the book with the pack had just been celebrating someone else's marriage and he was all kind of bummed out because a younger you know another younger wolf just got his mate and mm-hmm. you know he's the alpha and he doesn't have a me and he's just kind of sad about it (laughs) (laughs) and so i I get like that it wouldn't be my favorite part i really think it was zane i want to say so too i think i I remember both of us not really remembering axel as much i think cerise really took over that book that book was a cerise book i think the only thing i remember like i remember that sour scene and like them baking in the kitchen and his mom coming over and all of that makes me not want axel I'm like I don't I don't need your mom to be around. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but his mom had to like come help her like get over her shit. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. She did. Like, she did have. A- my my son is awesome. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> yes. I do remember that now about the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as bitchy as Raven was in the first book, I really liked uh, Zayn's determination to like stick to itiveness with her. <laughs> yes. I actually think it was brilliant the way that Millie put the guys out because Zayn was, I think Zayn is my favorite also. He's the one that's just kind of like, okay, now I'm kind of stuck with yeah. that thought. So now I want to finish the books to see the rest of the guys. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, the story's fun too. But I think Zayn was my favorite also because he wasn't a total dick, but he was serious and he wanted to get stuff done. The only thing that I didn't like was that he was just like, no, phone calls, phone calls are bad. I do remember that being unreasonable yeah. and being it like, what? It was so crazy. <laughs> They just couldn't, I think because it was the first book, if they talked, that would have ruined the next three books. So the first two couldn't oh. talk. We had to get to the third and fourth books before it was like, okay, everyone can know okay. what's going on. <laughs> I'll accept that. I like that. That that excuses that behavior, I think. I mean, almost. Because I'd want to talk to my twin sister. In a and my cousins. Of yeah, and my cousins. Basically my sisters. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's either that, yeah, it's either it's either Zane or Blaze. Yeah, Zane or Blaze are also my favorite dudes. Yeah, Zane first, I think. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite girl is Celine. Yeah, I just really felt mostly like Celine. I, I just too felt like she was need to be fed five times a day. <laughs> Yes. And I don't faint though, I get cranky. I was gonna say. (laughs) Um, Well, you'd probably faint if you saw your guy turn into a wolf in front of you, though. (laughs) I'd like to think I wouldn't, but maybe. Maybe. I know. Especially if I was waiting for coffee in a Danish and I didn't get it. Right. I know. I would be much, like, I know she didn't see him. That's what she saw was just the wolf, but I would honestly be way more upset about the guns. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's guns. There's guns, yeah. When he said, when they, when we listened to the epilogue in the third book for the fourth book, mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be the kid barista that had the gun and it made me sad. And I'm really glad that he was a good guy instead of a bad guy. He was a sweetheart. I don't remember he his was name. He was a sweetheart. But he was not very it. good at his job. He wasn't, but he <laughs> sure tried. He tried. I think my favorite thing about Celine, besides that I think she was the nicest out of the four, mm-hmm. is her interaction that she had with Leah. Oh my God, that so, was the best. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, it I was forgot. Because I really, really want to discuss that. That was one of the best written. Because it in so many books that would have gone. Oh yeah, the Cat other fight. way. Cat fighty yeah. bitchiness. Okay. Yep. So we should explain at the very beginning of both three and four when Blaze shows up at Jet's house to get him out of bed to say we got to go save these witches. Mm-hmm. He comes outside, and as they're sitting in the car talking about what's going on with the you know witches and the and the the witch hunters, the Order of Salem, Leah, uh, one of the pack wolves, comes sneaking out of his house yeah. like, "Oh, sorry, Alpha," <laughs> and like gets yeah. in the car mm-hmm. and and like drives away. And in Jet's book, we see the scene in the house, and he's kicking himself. He's in bed. He's really fucking mad at himself because he brought home Leah. They mm-hmm. didn't have sex. He he knows she wants him. She always has wanted him, and he's always resisted because he doesn't. He's not interested in her, and he's only apparently a really shitty person who wants to date. Not date, but like fuck people who aren't just that fun. interested in him. Just <laughs> empty his balls into people. Oh right? God, that was such a harsh <laughs> fucking thought. It hurt me to hear. But, yeah. um, but he actually he fucked up and he brought home someone who actually is into him 
and he's afraid like he's like i can't do this because it's not right they don't fuck that night he pretends to be too drunk she's like in the morning she's like let's let's get started again finish yeah let's finish what we started and he's Mm -hmm. like no and then his phone rings luckily and he gets saved by his alpha but he asks her to stay in the house and she doesn't because she's Mm -hmm. like i don't care that you're embarrassed about this she's trying to make this a thing she wants to make them a couple so then he can't deny them right yeah so we move on by now he's with celine they're hanging out on Packlands. you know they help with the rec center gets vandalized and she helps clean it up and then they go out for brunch or maybe mm-hmm. it's a different day they go out for i don't know they fucking it's go a out different for brunch. It, yeah they go at out, some yeah. point they go out no i think it's that same day they go out for brunch and he goes off to the restroom and she's sitting at the table and leah walks up and leah's all like Hey, bitch. She says some really, like, not cool things. Like, you think you're going to change him. You think you can turn him around. He's never going to be like that. This and that. And and Celine handles it so well. She's just like, okay. Oh, do you guys... You know, are you one of his women? And Lee's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then finally, Celine's like, well, I just, you know, I'll level with you. I'm his mate. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I just, he told me that. So that's what's happening here. And Lee just, I mean, it upsets her and she cries because she really hoped that he would never find a mate and would settle for her. And then fucking Celine nails this part of this interaction. She goes, settle? You don't want any man to settle for you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's bullshit. You deserve better than that. Yeah. Like, this woman's been, like, nothing but catty to her, but instead Celine turns it around and goes, that's not acceptable. You don't, you know, no, you're not the person to be settled for. No. Yeah, after this interaction that she had, like, she was ready to go fucking tooth and nail with Celine. Leah Mm -hmm. was ready to to just like fucking fight for Jet. Mm-hmm. But the way that she handled this situation, which is ways that women should always talk to each other, is so civil and just like, look, let's calm down and let's check out the reality of this. And it's like, you and I are not enemies here. No. This is, like you said, this is the reality of it. I am his mate. And she did at that point was like, oh, fuck. Okay. And because she understands as a wolf yeah. what that means. She wasn't going to, she mm-hmm. was no longer mad and like trying to be combative, like, combative to Celine. She just was like oh that hurts <laughs> yes. i really wanted him to just to end. never find his mate yeah to end up with me yeah which is such a thought that so many people have had like you know that they're not good enough somebody should just pick them and it'll be fine yeah and like oh it's heartbreaking but it was such a beautiful scene it was neither one they both like walked away okay with this the interaction mm-hmm. and like feeling better about it because because that's all Lee and, like she was still hurt like the, you know she didn't she was attracted to, probably a little bit in love with jet, jet. she obviously has some damage and yes. she's sees his damage and was like cool let's be damaged the two together damages work together Which actually yeah. is not healthy don't do no, that don't, don't uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good but god it was so it was just done so well and selena yeah. really stepped into that role of the other woman is not your enemy exactly there's something to be said like i understand people have a pride or whatever you know or they don't want to back down from a fight because they're not bitches or whatever i think the bigger person does walk away well and obviously a situation where both parties are actively dating somebody and don't know about the other one that's a different mm. also but hopefully oh, yeah. again in that situation neither one of you it's not the other one's fault it's his You're fucking not- fault yes exactly. go be mad at his ass go be mad at him first yeah like why are you guys fighting you should be beating his ass up yeah no don't be mad at each other so like there's definitely different scenarios where it can be i mean obviously if it's willful if you know somebody's 
dating somebody and you seek to try to hook up yeah. with that person anyway, that's that shitty yes. behavior. And then maybe you can be bitchy to each other. <laughs> but still, at the end of the day, like, we're not in competition. Mm-mm. Men, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> No. We're not. No. Sorry. No. I'm not. I'm not. I, that's not the game that I like to play. I won't play that either. Mm-mm. I'm married and I wouldn't even play that game. I'm 20 years invested in my husband. And if shit like that ever went down into in such a way, I'd be like, I mean, it sucks, but I, there's no way I'm going to fucking fight for that. Mm-hmm. I mean- you'll like, fight for, I mean, but not like physically fight not physically fight yeah like i will argue for it and stuff like that but i'm not yeah. I, i'm not a combative person like i'm i'm so timid and scared of everybody anyway so it wouldn't even work out because i would just like adrenaline rush and start crying <laughs> you know <laughs> because of uh, because of fear and because of you know when you get your when your adrenaline gets going you just start shaking and and so anyway, so that's part of the reason why I think Selena's my favorite girl. So Yeah, I do too. I mean, like Astra, I don't get her wild behavior <laughs> and her like, I'm going, I mean, maybe it's her fire witch side or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal from my cousins. Like that was, I was just like, who the fuck is this bitch? What's, the, what's going on here? <laughs> I liked how she like, I'm going to bartend for you, but then didn't know how to bartend at all. I and know, had to, like, I She couldn't even pull that. a beer and I was like, oh no. That's so funny. It's not going to go well. But she, you know, it was cute. They were cute. Mm-hmm. I actually think, because I can't remember Raven as much. I just remember her being a bitch, but I think I kind of like bitches, but I, I bet Celine's probably my favorite too. Yeah. I just felt, I mean, she was like the, I'm not quite that anal retentive, but like she was organizing her pens and like she straightening the desk and <laughs> yes. everything was in a spreadsheet. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Celine. But I think Celine and Jet are my favorite couple, even though Jet's not my favorite guy that makes sense i think you're right about that i think honestly i think my like for celine overrides my not like for jet and i don't hate jet I'm no, just not no 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 attracted to him he's I think got it's mostly a dark the description. Past. yeah i think i like him personally i dislike the physical description of him oh, okay i think if we're gonna go physical then well i guess because i only remember jet and blaze because i don't remember the other two <laughs> obviously i'm in love with Jon snow so i would love a kit harrington but I do think I do remember vividly the naked in the truck scene with Zane. Yes. <laughs> so I'll have to go back to that one too. I almost re-listened to them and then I got busy doing something else and I didn't. But I was like, oh, I should have listened to those books again. Yeah, and he was straight up like within the hour was like, yeah, so you're my mate. That's a thing. I swear he did it um, while naked, which is think, also just the craziest choices. No, it, it was. It was straight from the, the store into the car after they had battled. Uh-huh. And she was driving and he's like, yeah, I'm naked. Also, you're my mate. And Yeah. <laughs> It was cool. I liked it. He was just like, let's do this. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you mean. <laughs> I don't know anything right now. I also would have that reaction, though. Yes. I'd be like, uh, no, I can't process that information at this time. <laughs> Your penis is out. Your penis is out. <laughs> And it's it's looking at me. I liked how Jet had to try to put his pants back on oh. at the coffee shop, even though he bursted out of them, you know, to to shift. But he's yeah. like, what was left of his pants? <laughs> and I was like, there's no way those go back on. It's fun. These books were super fun. I appreciated them. I did too. 
I just like the way Millie writes them. I mean, again. Yeah. You know what you're getting every time. Mm -hmm. I loved the dual magic beings of this world. Mm -hmm. Matching up the the shifters with the witches. witches. Yeah. Sometimes I do get tired of the naive human who doesn't know about magic falling into the world. I'm just like, (laughs) give me somebody who's been in it her Uh, whole life. No, I never knew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Give me some of that. Um, I like it. And I just, she writes good sex. She really yes. does write good sex. Absolutely. So Yeah, it's good. Highly recommend it. What do you have for a fun fuck fact? For a fun fuck fact, because we have two sets of twins as our main characters, I have some twin facts for you. And also I figured you'd appreciate them. I do. Have twins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. So this is from everydayhealth.com and it's called 22 Wonderful and Wacky Facts About Twins. It does not appear to have an author, at least not at the top, which is upsetting because normally I give, Yeah, I like to say who wrote the articles I read, but uh, whatever. Okay, so (laughs) I will just jump into a few of them because I'm not going to read them all. But um, one that I thought was interesting was there are more twins now than there used to be. So if you think you see a lot of twins around, I mean, you and Emily tell me about like the twins in your kids' classes. And I'm like, yeah. how can there be this many fucking twins? Like I was never in school with a set of twins until I college. Either. Well, high school. But that was, you know. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. We did have twins in high there school. There were a few in high school. There's two sets of twins in the in my boys' classes. But yeah, so there are, they are increasing in number. In fact, back in 1980, only one in every 53 babies was a twin. But in 2009, one in every 30 babies is a twin. That's insane. And the number one factor they really are pointing to is the age of the mother has trended mm-hmm. up. And that's tends to mothers in their 30s tend to... Um, release multiple eggs, which results in twins. Mm-hmm. And fertility treatments, of course, have yes. a, an increased risk for twins. Um, so that is happening. And I mean, a lot of this stuff is like stuff people already know. There is a twin inducing diet. What? <laughs> Apparently, if you would like twins, you should <laughs> consume more dairy. They found that vegans uh, or people who consume dairy have a 13 times higher incident of twins than vegans. What? I guess there's a certain protein IGF in dairy that increases the ovaries sensitivity to follicle stimulating hormone, which triggers ovulation. So eating, drinking a lot of milk, eating a lot of cheese is going to make you ovulate more, which then makes you have more likely to have twins. <laughs> that is bizarre. Yep. It's not a wow. proven anything. It's not like guaranteed, but that's just more likely than you know all the vegans out there you're safe you're gonna have single babies (laughs) (laughs) there's one brazilian town that has eight percent of their births are twins whoa (laughs) but it turns out they just are really inbred and they have like all the women have the gene that um the over hyper ovulation gene that makes you produce a lot of eggs so (laughs) they were like whoa they thought maybe it was like water or chemical or something but it's not there's just it's it's a very small town kind of in rural brazil and so it's a little bit inbred so oh wow that's crazy they have a lot of twins there and then just some really quick ones moms of twins live longer than moms of not twins what what (laughs) that one i find very interesting yep apparently some university of utah researchers looked at a bunch of uh records from more than 59,000 women and just discovered that twin moms live longer. (laughs) 
Wow. I, I want to know what the data like is behind that, like, mm-hmm. or the details of the studies because I find that so interesting. And if it's like natural twins or if it's any kind of twin or, you know, I don't know. I know. I, well, see, the, the study only went up to 1970. So you're going to have more like from the 1800s uh, to 1970. So more that natural. would be more natural because just the fertility stuff wouldn't have been as prevalent yeah. yet. Okay. So I don't know. Crazy. But on the flip side of that, parents of twins are slightly more likely to be divorced oh <laughs> darn <laughs> oh, so yep, sad yep. so there's that and and i get to know. keep the car, <laughs> keep the and, car we'll s- and live longer <laughs> and live longer <laughs> so anyway so that's just a fun little article about twins because yeah. our uh heroines are our our main character ladies were all twins in this book. And they all, every single one of them, are going to end up pregnant with twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be... Them, they all used condoms at the beginning, at the first time they had sex. But by the last time they were having sex, they all went in bareback. And I was like, baby. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah, you know, it's going to happen where... They've literally known each other 24 hours. <laughs> They're we like, want kids anyway, right? It's fine. Let's have them now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Your lives are being threatened and you just got that dealt with. And now you're going to have kids tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or I guess in 10 months, but still. <laughs> it's pretty okay. funny. But yeah. So I think that's it. That's the books. Yeah. They are recommended. They're a lot of fun. I would absolutely read them. Quick reads or to listen to. Some, yeah, just a fun little lighthearted, you mm-hmm. know, witches and werewolf book. Yeah, fun stuff. Okay, so then do we want to go ahead and just read it then? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. So let's do sex and then book. Yep. I think I could say mine is probably the same for both books. What would you say? Or do you want to do them separately? I think it's easy. Yeah, I think it's the same. I don't feel like there was that big of a difference between either book. Again, I have vague memories of Seduced in Salem being a little bit harder because of Cerise's obstinacy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But easily the sex in these books is a nine in Mm -hmm. in these ones. I don't remember as much about the other ones, but I really liked all the scenes. I liked... I just remembered the blowjob in the shower scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene. And we don't even like showers. I know. The, in real life, but we love we reading love them. We love reading them. We love reading them. I will Ugh. agree. I think, to me, they're a little bit more memorable only because they're more recent. We just, but, li- we just read them. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, I think the relationship between the, you know, like the sexual tension between the two couples as compared to the other two couples, I think was a little bit easier for me to, because I liked these sisters better. Yeah. So I think I that think that so helps too. it. it and also because, it, like, yeah, neither sister was putting up any kind of resistance. So the sex yeah. felt more natural and more like even instigated by them. Like, again... Celine's dirty like that first night where she yeah. like, puts him on yeah. the bed like dances for him mm-hmm. like strips for him and is like takes kind of control that's so sexy it is and I lo- like you know she's wearing just like hot pink boy shorts and he's mm-hmm. like I've never thought I always thought thongs were sexy but now I don't want anything but hot yep. pink boy shorts exactly and I'm just like yeah so I love I just think that yeah they both were really sexy I've also realized I've been putting it together lately the past couple of I don't know months but where I am in my cycle really affects how much I like the sex in the books. <laughs> ah, I think you haven't probably mentioned that 
early on before. When I'm ovulating, I'm horny as hell. Yes! (laughs) And I am like, I've been ovulating this week, so I'm just like, give me all the fucking sex. Where's the sex? And so, like, these these hit hard, and I was like, yes. Oh, my God. Like, literally, the first sex scene in Spellstruck, so book three, I was listening to the book in my car, and as I was driving, like, as I arrived at home, they had just started the first sex scene, and I was, like, so pissed, because I was like, do I sit in my car and listen to it? Do I go in the <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, how do I get this fucking sex scene into my brain? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I did. I, I like, turned it off. I went into the house. Like, Patrick's working and everything. And I'm like, I gotta go into my bedroom. Hold on. Bye bye. I put my headphones on. And I'm like, I gotta listen to this sex scene real fast. Uh, that's I awesome. I was not gonna put it off. I was like, I want to hear it. It's gonna be good. So yeah, yeah. I'm extra horny because I'm ovulating. So <laughs> therefore, the books are hotter. <laughs> hey, I think that that works. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. And then, what do you give the book? I'm gonna give them both a seven. I think I almost consistently gave them sevens. Yeah, I think it's a solid, solid seven. I enjoyed okay. both of these. I liked the interaction with the packs a little bit more in this one. I, honestly, I don't think the first book Raven, Raven and I don't Zane, think Raven did. ever meet anybody else. No, I think that it whole book hangs Cerise. on the two of them in a cabin. Yeah, and then yeah, Cerise got to meet some of the pack. But I really did like, you know, I liked her. I liked Astra hanging out at the bar and bartending and, mm-hmm. you know, talking to Rick and stuff. And then um, Celine hanging out with the uh, helping clean up the community yes. center after it was tagged and vandalized. Yeah. I thought that was a very neat scene and, you know, helped tie them into the packs in a way mm-hmm. that's going to be important if they're going to be mated to the Alpha and the Enforcer. Yeah. So I just thought there was a little bit more there. Uh, you know, the, the, the first book really struck me. St- I'm not remembering it too terribly well, but I really think it was just the two of them hanging out in the cabin for the whole book. And that was a little harder to read, I think. It was. It was them. And then the order came and attacked them on his land and she used her magic and then like that was it it really was just them too yeah that was it yeah (laughs) i wish that there was more of a closure i think i do think it could have wrapped up about the order a little bit better and like like i know a lot of people died and stuff but i want to know what happened or if there's if it's going to continue well into a different story or something they kind of took she took a little bit of a cheat way out of it because in the first two books they're like we're going to split the witches up because there's not going to be many of these kooks. You know, mm, how mm-hmm. many people could possibly be in the order of the Salem, right? And so we'll split them up, we'll thin them out, and then we'll be able to pick them off. Well, by book two, she was writing and like they were showing up in like the dozens and yes, it doesn't make sense. so many so, of them. And the epilogue, they're like, well, it turns out they recruited online <laughs> and they just oh, got yeah, a bunch of right. people who just they don't really believe they just really wanted to kill people and i was like Ugh. what that is a cop out <laughs> that, was that was a bit yeah. of a cop out mm-hmm. so yeah so that's why it's more of a seven because <laughs> again you know i don't expect the most plot in these books but sure i feel like we had a handful of things that could have tied up together a little yeah. bit with like just like a couple of paragraphs we could have tied them a little tighter exactly and kind of closed out what the whole thing was about yeah i mean i think that the the scene in the end when all four of the girls are together and i mean all, the, all four couples are together mm-hmm. and you know having tea and whatever it's all good and fun and everybody's safe we could have gotten a little bit something more either during that or before that about closure as to <laughs> why 
why all this stuff had happened. And yeah, so I think that's the only reason I gave it a seven. Otherwise, it was super fun to read. Yep, I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. And I do really want to, like, I want to, like, a fifth book, like, four years down the line with, like, all eight of their twins. I know. That <laughs> and, would be so And them, funny. like, rolling around, turning into, like, wolves and doing magic simultaneously. <laughs> and I just want, I just want, it doesn't have to be long. It has to be, like, 60 fucking pages uh, of that. Yes. <laughs> And, and like, honestly, the men I, running around after these fucking terrors, like, oh I my know. god! <laughs> and I want them all to be girls. I'm sorry, all you could throw them. maybe one boy in there, but I kind of want them all to be girls. But shifters and witches, also, yes. like they I, could still. Shift, I think but. there should be one set of triplet boys just to fuck with the whole situation. <laughs> yes, that would be so funny. <laughs> I don't know which which I don't know which sister Who has it. But. Them? Oh, that would be fun. Kind of probably Cerise. I think she Cerise. needs to have. <laughs> she needs to be she the needs. one with the the triplet boys, just out of fucking left field. Everybody else uh, has twin daughters. <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. I love it. There you go. There's an idea. <laughs> That's it. That's we great. should write it to Millie and say, "We like, should. This is what we hey, want, Millie. This just, is what just we a short, short, just a, fifty yeah. to seventy oh, pages." <laughs> That's all it's got to be. Yep. Well, we're for it. Okay. Awesome. So, friends, for our next book, we are going to be reading Fixing Destiny by S.E. Reichert. We met S.E. at the Fan Expo this year. Mm -hmm. So, a couple of months ago for you guys. She is fucking funny as shit. Um, we had a good time doing the panels and having discussions with her. That was really good. So please join us for Fixing Destiny. And, you know, we may or may not have her join us on the show. So just stay We're going to try, us. but we yeah. can't promise it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. So yeah, join us in two weeks uh, when we release that episode. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. And you can reach us on social media at Shh Dirty Books. That's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And it's sh with three H's. Or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. And thank you, Jim Townsend, for the music for all of our episodes. And we didn't mention this at the beginning, but we just wanted to say thank you for celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month with us. Yeah, we're wrapping that up today. Yep, We're wrapping that up with Millie. So we hope that you guys have read the books with us and that you'll continue to do this so with that we'll say goodnight this is Sayla and this is Kalina and we'll see you later bye yeah you've been listening to Sh reading dirty books with Kalina and Saylet. be sure to tune into the next episode some more of your dirty books read to you and if you're listening on a format it allows you to give a rating please do that for them <laughs>